0: Here are three quick real estate tips from our sponsors, Jesse Taff of Waypoint Real Estate Group and Bryce Gonser of Fulcrum Home Loans. One, get your credit pulled sooner rather than later. It's better to lay eyes on your credit report versus guessing where you think you're at. Surprises later in the process can really complicate your search. Two, check out down payment assistance programs. Eligible buyers can go out of pocket for as little as half a percent for their down payment. And three, start the process early. Buying a home isn't something that should be rushed. Start talking to both a real estate agent and a lender to educate and prepare yourself before purchasing a home.
1: As we move into the colder weather, you're getting less sun exposure, so this is a great time to focus on skin rejuvenation at Treasure Valley Dermatology. Treasure Valley Dermatology offers preventative skin cancer screenings and works to identify anything in your skin that needs to be addressed to decrease your risk of developing skin cancer. They can also complement that effort with their physician-curated skincare line. Contact Treasure Valley Dermatology at 208 Skin Doc, and make sure to follow Dr. Dustin Portella on Instagram and TikTok for more skincare advice.
0: This is the Boise Bubble Podcast. Welcome back to the conversation.
1: Seems like dating after getting into a committed relationship should be a simple thing, but we have found that not to be the case, especially in the weird dynamic of choosing a restaurant. Why is choosing a restaurant so difficult for so many couples? And we're included in this, at least for a while, it was a struggle. In this conversation, we discuss some ways to make dating a little easier. Tools for establishing expectations listening to each other's needs, and figuring out what the real purpose of a date night is, how needs for time spent together change over time, and how sometimes a restaurant choice is so much more about the experience that you're having as a couple instead of the food that's coming to your table. We end with a rapid fire for Treasure Valley date night restaurant options to help you narrow down your next night out on the town.
0: I rub shoulders sometimes with people that, uh, well, often, people that are dating. And the common theme is that dating's hard. Mm -hmm. Dating is not easy right now. I don't know that dating has ever been easy, but the comments that I hear right now are that it's not very easy.
1: I think it's harder now than it's ever been. Like when we dated, it was like we were introduced and we had chemistry and then, you know, you asked me on a date, you know, like a year later. But now with like... Just swiping and catfishing and, like, it's, yeah, no, it's not good.
0: Yeah, I can't wrap my mind around what the, on what it must be like in the digital age these days. I came from analog, and analog was easy. Analog was, well, I wouldn't say that it was easy, but I just, my mind cannot wrap around what it must be like to have to have the first interactions digitally, like on a swiping app or then following up with a series of texts.
1: No yeah, it all sounds awful. I mean I mean we're not oblivious to it. I think just in what I do, just knowing that you create a a persona and then that persona not, might not be who shows up um you can be dating multiple people at one time easily mm. um anyway um yeah it doesn't sound fun
0: i I think I'd be terrible at this if I had to jump back in
1: actually I think you'd be really good at
0: it I don't know <laughs> part of me just thinks that I just uh I just Lean into hermit life. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I just move up into the mountains with the kids.
1: Because they want to go up in the mountains? And just uh, yeah. live
0: a simplistic, um, you know, um, what was the prairie show? Little, Little House, House on, on the Prairie. prairie. Yeah. That's Lifestyle. totally. Yeah.
1: Um, Where so life was simpler. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's hard to get up in the mountains. Never. Mm. <laughs> I think there's some some human needs that you might be like, hmm. Maybe, maybe I need to get out into the dating world. I think you'd yeah. do fine in the dating world because you're a nice guy, and I think you'd treat women with respect.
0: I do hear that the bar is low.
1: Yeah, like I which think is a real bummer.
0: Fine. Like I don't feel like I don't know. It makes me worry about my gender that we're not showing up these days. So
1: I don't know how to address that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but
0: looks a little bit different when you're a dad thinking about the prospects of your kid. Oh yeah. Dating and you're like, uh, I gave her advice recently. Just wait. Just wait till you're in your mid-20s.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: there's no rush.
1: The amount we dated in our teens, I was like, whoa. I just well, teenagers aren't really dating like they used to. It's just like everything this whole generation.
0: Anyway, this is not what we were talking about, yeah. but um, what I was thinking about, what I wanted to talk about, is it made me think that dating when you're married isn't all that easy either. It comes with a lot of um a lot of challenges that you just don't expect, and I never thought about before I got married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different people. Uh, it was just a lot more challenging, and I never thought that that we would fight over a date mm-hmm. or like how to go on a date. I thought that dates were dates were inherently fun. Mm-hmm. That you just just by being on them, it was going to net positive. That's and like,
1: I, that's like sucks. Yeah, I thought that just all sex
0: was going to be great until I started doing it regularly and I realized, oh no, there's a lot of formula to this.
1: What did you just say? You thought sex was going to be great and then you started having it married and you're like, oh wait, it's not that fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I thought that it was going to be so fun that it was going to be easy, like all the time. No, it's totally not. I
1: actually had somebody, I hope this person doesn't listen, but they were talking about like... Um, married sex and like basically they're like well isn't it kind of just like you wake up hungry every day so you're you know every day you you know eat and so it's like isn't why would sex get boring food doesn't get boring I'm like well imagine you have the same meal every single day for the rest of your
0: life interesting like
1: you know it's it's not just a hunger that needs to be filled I mean
0: see I thought of a different analogy I thought of the analogy of like, um, what's the David Attenborough Planet Earth? Mm-hmm. You know, that's always talking about the animals. Yes, I think of mating rituals. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing this bird, right on the jungle floor beneath the canopy, that would the have who, to like, looks like a would have to go through this whole ordeal and ritual.
1: The one that looked like an umbrella, and In they would order like jump up make, and down.
0: I was thinking of the one that was like totally black. Yeah, that was that's So the one. black that you couldn't even see it. Yeah. When it had its tail feathers, you know, yeah. fanned up, you couldn't see its head. You just saw like the blue dots. Yeah, because I were was thinking, is that
1: what meant? Wait, like some some um, male of the species go to these lengths? Like this is pretty interesting.
0: Oh, that's so funny that you should say that because I kind of uh, compare that to every time wanting to have sex. <laughs>
1: Okay, because it's so hard for you to like convince.
0: It's like this formula that has to be oh, that has to be met
1: my word
0: before the woman says, All right. Are let's you do it.
1: effing kidding me right now? <laughs> you have it so oh my gosh. You need to backtrack because I down. I sound like something settle
0: down. That is, no. I,
1: that's not accurate. That's, I am the bird for half sure, the time.
0: That's for humor. No, sure. okay, whatever. The point being, there's a certain formula to it. Like, I have a formula. You you know this as well as I know it for you. Mm-hmm. You have a formula. Not to say a formula, but, like, certain needs have to be met. Are you talking about sex, though, or, we, or are, we doing,
1: are you talking about sex? Well, else?
0: I was thinking of sex uh-huh. in this
1: Scenario. example. But,
0: Good. yeah, like, you have to have certain things. Like, you, you can't just stop what you're doing and say, let's have sex.
1: Yes, that's, that's accurate. I mean, we can, we have, but, like, usually that's not what... that's Usually things
0: moment. have to be going good pretty much around us, but, like, if someone's in a bad mood or oh. if we've offended each other or um, if we're stressed, like, there's so many things that when you're married and you're having sex all the time, like, it's...
1: Constantly, nonstop, twice a day.
0: <laughs> if the conditions are right.
1: Sure, yes, that is, that is true. I mean, like, now that we've been married so long, we have these... <clears throat> I could probably give you this scenario of which it's going to be more apt to happen, more likely. Mm-hmm. And in order say- to
0: increase likelihood, these things have to happen.
1: Yeah, and like, but I think because we both like want it, we usually will make those things happen. Mm-hmm. So that's helpful. Yeah. But like, um,
0: girl, I didn't want to give the impression that you're you're a, 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 a stingy with your sexuality you're absolutely not like i'm the luckiest guy ever it's mm-hmm. awesome i love it i'm just saying mm-hmm. formula like things when you were younger you just thought it was going to be easy all the time is great yeah but then you, when you're older you realize oh no there's a lot more to this and dating i think going on dates is similar in that way yeah that people can go into it with different expectations and find themselves frustrated when they don't even recognize what's going on
1: sure and it comes with, once you're in an established relationship or, um, you know, whether you're married or dating for a while, uh, there's a whole other element that comes into of wanting more variety and um, what is missing in your relationship that your date night has to kind of provide. As, as And that's different from when you're first dating because that's all about getting to know each other and, like, seeing each other in new environments. But when you're dating... Past when you're dating, married, that is. There are so many things that that that, that takes care of, and not everybody ev- even dates. Like your right. your parents, like you were mentioning.
0: I think I remember my parents going on two dates in my whole life. That I remember them like getting dressed up and going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And my parents they just didn't out. do that.
1: My parents had five kids, and they went out like. Every Friday night, every Friday night.
0: I think it's almost, I think that some people might find it more challenging to continue dating after you've been together like long term because of that discovery, because of the discovery element. When you're just getting to know each other, you got a lot to talk about. You've got a lot of um, undiscovered story to share with this other person and to discover from them. But when you've been married for ten years, fifteen years, twenty years, fifty years, it's I think that like the nature of that in, that interaction of going out that time is very different. Mm-hmm. You have to have a different skill set and different a different mindset, I think, to approach continual dating.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that's disappointing to some people because um, it, that's just not talked about as much of like how much maintenance it takes because you think oh well we're married now like <laughs> it's like here we are that's just i mean that is so just the very tip-top beginning of romance because romance is constantly shifting What i've noticed um we talk a lot about um limiting beliefs and expansive beliefs that we talk about that like in politics and religion and things like that but i found that 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 applies to a lot of things and one of the things I remember talking to a couple like almost a decade ago that we, we went on a double date with and it was not a good fit. But basically this guy was really bugged by his wife because she was so different from when they first got together. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is with limiting beliefs is when you want to learn something one time and then you don't learn anything past that. You, whatever you've learned is truth and that's it. And then expansive beliefs is this understanding that thing is things are constantly changing, constantly moving. The more information you get, your, your ideas change. And that is so much the case with people because when you're in a relationship with someone, they are supposed to change. They're supposed to develop. And the only way to continue to expand with them is to learn about them and to be open to that growth potential. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when we go out on dates, I don't feel like we have stale conversations.
0: I fully agree. I think I was just going to challenge the should the should statement. Oh, what was the should statement? That people should change, that people are expected to change. I guess what I mean is change is I don't think that inebitable. everybody wants to.
1: Oh, no, that's not what I meant. I'm not meaning everyone what i mean is every person is growing and changing as a person just by the different experiences they have like mm-hmm. every new experience every stage of life changes someone even if they're even if they don't want to and so when people grow apart from each other often side by side it's when we haven't allowed our, our minds and our perceptions to grow with the person. Or
0: to Just, give them space to change mm-hmm. is what you're saying.
1: Sure. And to be open to learning about those things. Sometimes it's not comfortable. But like we, when we go out, um, like I feel like you are genuinely interested in the new version that is coming to the table of me. Now, you might challenge some of it. It's not like whoever shows up is like perfect exactly as she is, which is also helpful. But like, we have fantastic conversations just because the person who's showing up to the table is not the same Shane that showed up last week. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why we have these date nights. You know what's funny is we actually did a podcast on date nights, and the ease of how we talk with each other on these mics in two years is shocking to me
0: well uh, what do you mean
1: it just like came to me so we used to when we first started this podcast remember we did the bonus bubbles because we honestly didn't think people would be into the relationship ones as much and Mm -hmm. now they're like the most popular ones but like i just remember we were like let's talk about date nights and like it was very formal you know and like um you know we we just (laughs) like i and sorry that's just coming to me at this moment like even the growth of us as podcasters and like Removing this need to be perfect, and for like everything to have like a, a a certain movement, like the way we podcast now, even two years is so so different.
0: Yeah, for sure. We
1: should go back. I we have another. What was the other podcast called? Just date nights. I think it was just date night. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I have the, to look.
1: Right, oh, we were on the cover of that magazine for that one though, so it must have been kind of good. Mm,
0: <laughs> mm, yeah. Um. um anyway, so, so
1: just an example of. This constant change.
0: Yeah. So I was curious about this concept. And so I had asked you to, hey, what would happen if you went out on Hello Meridian and you did a little bit of crowdsourcing? And what are people struggling with with dates? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? What is it about dating when you're together? You know, uh, coupled dating? What's the the, the term for it? Post commitment dating? Um, post commitment
1: dating, like post commit, not post current commitment. Well, committed I was thinking, dating.
0: like, is there a term for it? Like, oftentimes when you say dating, you think, oh, pre pre commitment. Like, I'm dating to discover somebody. I'm dating to get to know somebody. We're we're dating, but like, what's it called after you're married?
1: I don't know. I don't think there's a different term. but right. post coital. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not right. Wait, no, that's really not right. I'm gonna um,
0: coin it: post commitment dating.
1: Well, that sounds like after a commitment, like
0: yeah, we've made our commitment ending. to be together.
1: What about relationship dating?
0: No, I don't like that.
1: Okay, well, whatever. So, no. dating after you're in a relationship, Dating committed. when you're in
0: a relationship. Yeah, yes. So,
1: you know, you're you're committed. Committed dating. Committed I, date nights. I,
0: I I love it. Committed okay. dating. What is, What are some of the things that people struggle with when committed dating?
1: Well. So I maybe should have asked some more clarifying questions because when I asked specifically, I asked, so because you kind of pitched it more, we were talking about food, mm-hmm. why it's hard. Oh, it, that's it, right. Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, uh, thank you for bringing me back to the, the context. Choosing the restaurant is a big
1: part of that. Yeah, so we, it was a more specific thing, not just dating in general, but yeah. why, why choosing a restaurant is strangely hard in relationships because we'd heard people brought this up after our first podcast we did, and we were like, "Oh, that's interesting because we've had some experience with that, but it was something we talked about. So it is that's su- what I It is, is such me. a
0: real thing. Even in the happiest times when we are just, you know, everything is going great. Sometimes picking a restaurant is, it's a real chore. And I feel that stress. Yeah. I can empathize with others who feel that too. What did they think? Like, I'm super curious. What did what did the masses feel about it
1: okay the masses <laughs> so and i'm still getting them because i i asked today um
0: read off a couple of interesting comments and we promised people anonymity um we promised them what anonymity okay. well what
1: did i say okay not not quite that bad but um we won't name names okay yeah i'm like well Jessica Crossler says her husband sucks at dating. I'm just kidding. There's no Jessica Crossler. Or maybe there what is. What if there wasn't? You just
0: really offended her.
1: I'm sorry, Jessica. She's going to unsubscribe what? from our podcast. That's fine. Okay. All right. Read the question. This is what I said.
0: How, yeah. How did you pose
1: mm-hmm. it? I need some help with research for an upcoming podcast recording about date nights. If you are in a relationship, do you struggle with choosing a date night restaurant? Does choosing a restaurant cause tension or anxiety? Do you find yourself in ruts? Tell us why. So, um oh wow, I'm getting I've gotten several just since we started this podcast. Um okay, so there is a general feel.
0: Read one that represents a common one.
1: Okay. Um yeah. one of them, I'm just going to summarize a little bit just cuz this the the word it's a little hard to to, to understand what she's saying, but basically that they have different needs from the date night, that he wants comfort food he's familiar with, and she wants variety. She wants an experience. Okay. So one of them was different expectations. One wanted comfort, and one wanted to experiment. Um, a very, very common theme was that um, from the women, that they did not want to have to make a choice um, for where to go on a date night. And there were several different reasons why that's the case. Um, one was that they struggled with who was going to make the choice and nobody would be decisive. Someone was very clear on that with basically, if she made the choice, she felt responsible for the satisfaction and she didn't want that that on her. Interesting. Um, one was that...
0: Um, she didn't want the burden of... dis of her partner's dissatisfaction with the choice.
1: Well, that's a very common thing. I think I've told you that, like, well, I know I've told you that I'm really interested, um, I'm really interested in people who struggle with making, um, sorry if you can hear that, that's our dryer in the background, Um, people who who struggle making choices quickly because I'm a very quick um, decision maker. And one of the things that I have heard repeatedly is that that is a burden that they take on the whole experience is that they made that choice and thus they're responsible for for whatever that experience is. I get that. Um, one person said, 100%, this is so stressful. I'm scared that we'll spend money on a not great restaurant, so we just go back to the ones we know are good. Safe place. Mm-hmm. Um, one is, um, they didn't use this term, but this is the term that I would use because this is why I have a job. And it is, um, wait, I'm forgetting it right now choice um paralysis choice paralysis yes basically there's too many options and it's like too many reviews and it's just there's too many choices so when you can just know that there's five that you always go for you're going to do that um one is um i want hold on go to all of them um i want to i want it to be romantic And he wants it to be delicious. Um, Let's see. One is my husband is super cheap. And so I feel guilty if we go somewhere special because he does not make that a safe experience for me. So we don't go out very often. Um, Heavy. Yeah, that is. Um, It's hard for us to go out because there's two people to please and money just doesn't go as far as it used to. Um, word yeah and right now I'm just reading the the more negative ones there are a lot of positive ones that gave like some like this is this is how we handled the situation um, one of them that we I read um, this is so this is this is crazy because it was just it was so um, poignant she said I think I think that we think the quality of the restaurant will determine the quality of the date and we're like so do we spend more than we ought to to show that we care about each other? Or do we go for a comfortable favorite but and trust, but does that mean the romance is gone? Do we try something new, but what if we hate it? Date night restaurant picking is awful. People usually have a favorite meal as an adult, and I'm trying to lean into date night activities that don't require eating out for this reason. Mm. Um, and I, I totally get that. Um, let's see. And then a lot of people said... You know, they, with the change with restaurants just in general, that now there's such a long wait half the time. Um, And when you can't get reservations, like, so you have to wait, that it's just not worth, because, you know, if you've got a babysitter and you're paying. Yeah,
0: you're on the clock.
1: Yeah. So um, those Mm. are just some, but I would say definitely the vibe is different expectations for what a date looks like the differences that people want in a date, um, and also kind of some um, resentment for, um, I think, some women who would like the the decision and that date situation to be a little different.
0: Right, hmm, a lot to choose from with all this. So the expectations, uh, well, we started talking about the restaurant, right? Like, how do you pick a restaurant? Well, do
1: you want to go back to how it, how it was kind of when, when we first started?
0: Uh, sure, yeah. So I kind of teed you up. Mine, my experience was, well, we're just, now we have some time alone, and it's just us. Thank goodness. Um, and most times, I probably walked into that coming off of a long week of work, and now it was Friday, and it was finally time to, to disconnect, and probably hadn't prepped much and uh, all right what do you want to do and you that that probably didn't feel very good
1: yeah how would my what was i don't know if i was volatile but i probably just didn't like that
0: i don't re- remember you being volatile
1: no rate. i was kidding i'm not volatile but myself. i do
0: remember you being a little bit resentful or a little bit put out and in the beginning i don't think that i understood what was happening
1: i also didn't understand how clear we needed to be with each other i think just for a of years. It was like, how does he not understand this? How does she not understand this? And now I realize we don't understand jack crap.
0: Uh, settle down <laughs> try over not there. To swear. Jeez.
1: We don't understand anything unless we say it. And like expectations need to be spoken and agreed upon. We talked about this a lot. Yep. So when we first, well, when we first started, when we were first married and we first started dating, I would say we had the same exact desires for dating. And it's interesting how it changed. So for the first seven years, two years of dating, five years without kids, we were just like, what sounds good to eat? And let's just be together. Cause we both worked and we just wanted a break from our jobs and just to be
0: alone. Okay.
1: <clears throat> when I got, when I had children, my needs for date nights changed dramatically. Um, because I was so overwhelmed by motherhood and, like, drowning in it because, you know, I was alone. I didn't have anyone to help me. I was in the house all the time. I was wearing sweats all the time that I kind of felt like now I needed you to kind of, I hate to say this word, but almost save me from the monotony of my life and I needed some difference and I needed some romance and I needed, I needed food. I didn't make myself. And like date night became not just like this thing we do, but it became this lifeline that I held to. So when you'd be like, let's go on a date night on Friday, which for seven years, we just get in the car and say, where do you want to go? Now I was like, I've done, I'm, I'm just, I'm giving my every essence to my family what I'm thinking about all day long never stops. Like, have I made this appointment? Have I made that appointment? Have I switched the laundry? Like, the mental stress. And then you're like, where do you want to go? And I, I was, it was so deflating. But I don't think I even had the words to explain why it was deflating.
0: No, for sure. I think, I mean, when you're describing it like that, my needs changed when this thing happened. I thought, yeah, we never talked about changing needs. And so how can you get too frustrated with a person that's just carrying on with the way that it's always been. And why isn't it working? Just it's, it's not working the way that it used to. I'm not getting the reaction that I used to get. And I don't know that needs have changed. It has not been communicated.
1: I think because is well for women, especially when they have children and when that's the change, it's because you, it's so massive. Like you can't comprehend how they're not in the same place. Um, and you are not in the beginning you don't really even know how to like explain it in a way that isn't just like I, I think it's almost it's it's like you're not safe to say this is a thousand times harder than I thought it would please it would be please just help me and so all I wanted from day nights at that time was for you to come home and make me not a mom take me out on a date. And make me feel like Natalie again, I want to be Natalie and Shane, and I wanted and so for me, that was a romantic thing was how um how can I get out of this thing that is kind of taking over my whole world so I don't lose myself and don't lose us and I wouldn't say that I had like massive resentment because I actually think that we've I've always enjoyed how we date night, but I do remember. The way it made me feel, like, hey, where do you want what? When you would say, "I'm gonna take you on a date night," and then you'd say, "Where do you want to go?" It was like completely deflating. Yeah, but I didn't know how to express it at the time.
0: Yeah, um, man, better communication would have helped us because I remember what I felt at that time. It was every bit of effort just to get out on the date. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was hard on on both sides to change, to have to work as much as I was having to work to support a family and how to be emotionally supportive to my partner who was, had huge needs because of her circumstances. Like that's a lot of work. And man, by the end of the week, you're like, oh my gosh, let's just get out of here. Like, let's just like, I am dragging my way over the finish line and it was hard just to, just to make time for a date night, much less to plan it in a way that met those specific needs. Mm -hmm. Which in retrospect, I, I, like if I were giving our kids advice, I would say, number one, express that need. Talk about it when those needs change or when your needs aren't being fulfilled so that you can make a plan. And then how often do you need that? Like I, I, I could easily see some guys here and that and thinking, man, I get, that's a lot of work to do every date night. It doesn't have to be every date night, but you do Wait, have that's to what, fulfill that. Just choosing that the mean. restaurant? If that's what shows, I guess I. when you said, take me out of being Natalie, save me from this thing, that sounds like it's more than just than just choosing the restaurant. No, it's
1: literally just choosing the restaurant. Oh, well, if like, that's all that it meant. Literally just saying, hey, I want to take you on a date night. I've heard that this place is awesome and I have a reservation. If that's not what you want to do, another option is just something easy Mexican. What sounds good to you of those two things? Yeah. Like something like that. But like when you put the whole world in front of you with like, oh my gosh, don't make me do this. Like just choosing the restaurant sounds so stupid simple is so huge. For sure. And then as if you're the kind of person who I was who wanted that, somebody to, to like, choose, then the responsibility is also on me to be pretty cool about trying something, even if it's new.
0: The other thing that that is on my mind is what are you hoping to get out of it? Like, I think that there's too much pressure being put on the restaurant choice to make the date this awesome experience. Like, to think that the restaurant is going to be the main factor of, you know, how you gauge your time together, that 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 doesn't feel quite realistic to me.
1: No, I, I definitely see that, especially with what I do, is that I think as prices go up, especially, um, but people have these expectations that are not reasonable for a restaurant in general. Like people will want, one thing they'll say, I want the most romantic place ever. Well, to be honest, the places with the best ambiance aren't always the best food? Or do you want just incredible food? Oh, but the ambiance isn't perfect. Like having a perfection, if it needs to be perfect for it to be a good date night, don't go on a date night. Yeah,
0: It's just logical to recognize the more criteria you have, the fewer options you're going to have that meet that criteria.
1: And then you get into a rut because then you're like, you're frustrated because you're always going to like Rudy's Sports Bar, which if that's your thing, that's fine. But if you're like, I like Rudy's, I know you do. And it's fine. And the finger stakes are fine. But like, if we have, if we were in a relationship and you always wanted to go there, I'd be very frustrated.
0: I fully agree. If that were my every time choice. Yes.
1: And you hear about people who like, they need to go to the same place every time because one of the partners, all they want is comfort. Um, but that's not necessarily realistic. So I think one thing to do that's really important is to understand not both of you is are going to be perfectly satisfied for your needs every time. And that's okay because sometimes it's about happily allowing the other person to have the experience they want. And it's fun for you because it's fun for them. Sometimes we go to places that I don't really like the food, but it's fun to be there with you and it's just a freaking meal. Yeah. Like, it's okay if not every time you go out to a restaurant, it's perfection. It really is okay. Because, like, we would go on a double date years and years ago with this one woman. I don't know if, I'm not going to, anyway.
0: Don't name names. Yeah,
1: but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. And if one thing was wrong, one thing was wrong at the restaurant, she was pouting the whole night. You know what? She was not fun to be with. And as a partner, if you're requiring perfection from a date, you're not going to be fun to be with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I love the, the idea of going into it open-minded, preparing yourself to be surprised pleasantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, too much, uh, too much pressure when you're trying to make it check too many boxes. Like I'm thinking of a, my mind just naturally goes to structure. Yeah, switch off. All right, well, whose week is it? Or whose date? All right, this time is going to be mine. And all right, what are we going for? Are we going for comfort? Are we going for experience? Or are we going for uh, deliciousness? We can choose one of those. Which one do we want this time? Yeah. This like, time we, we want newness, something totally new. All right. So leave your expectations for deliciousness. Uh, be totally open-minded for that and leave your, what, what did I choose? Something new. Oh, ambiance. Don't get too hung up on that. You're just looking for something new and unexperienced.
1: I had this uh, friend who um, they did not have a lot of money. He was a teacher. She was a stay-at-home mom. And they only went on one date a year. Now, I will say right now, Shane and I have been in places where money was so tight, so tight. It was unbelievable. Oh, We had
0: our fair share of gas station dates.
1: Yeah, we still went out. We did. We used to go to the gas station. I I forgot about that. We were so poor. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We were so poor. At one point, we would go, okay, I can remember. Oh, this just came back to me. Because dating was important, even though we didn't have money. So when we're saying this, we're not saying this like you need to throw money at it. That's not the point. No, the it's point time. is time. Throw time at it. Yes. So we would go we first go to the gas station, we get a refill because it was twenty five cents, and then we go to the grocery store and remember they had ice cream, and a hot dog deal for like a buck fifty, and then we would go to the dollar movies, and it was I mean obviously this was when we were first married.
0: Yeah, we get get out of that date for. Ten, fifteen dollars.
1: Oh yeah, less than that. I mean, if we splurged and got popcorn, which we didn't, we would sneak it in. But
0: we never got popcorn.
1: We we sneak in the microwave popcorn sometimes? Mm. Anyway, so again, like it's not about that. Sometimes it, sometimes it is, and sometimes it's really fun. But like, so she, they only went on one date a year, and that was it, because for her, a date was <clears throat> going out to dinner, having whatever. So she came over like months before. To ask me, like, where should we go? Because she's like, I want it to be perfect. I want it to be the most romantic. I want to do the most amazing food we've ever had.
0: Dude, I'm not her husband, and I'm already feeling I know. tension. So I even said, I can I'm only like, imagine what he felt.
1: I was like, honestly, there's no restaurant like that. There's none. I have been to pretty much every restaurant in town, and like, the thing is, is what good food is to me might not be good food to this other person. And I was like. I and I st- I said I think you're putting some really high expectations on just a restaurant. I'm like where's something that makes you feel pretty and go somewhere that like it, anyway, I'm, where they ended up going was shocking to me, but um it was well, I'll just tell you they went to Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> um because I could see how that be honestly, checks some boxes. It made sense because they wanted really good steak and they still didn't want to go crazy for it, money. Right? And they both really liked it, and so they went. And she got really dressed up for Texas Roadhouse, and I was sh- really surprised by it.
0: Did they have a good time?
1: That they had a great time, and that's what's important. Like, and so, um, but I thought so much about like these expectations she was kind of putting on this on this date, and um, hmm. and I think people just need to be realistic of like what it's what it's about, and and that you can have expectations, but just know that. You have to focus on on one of them, so um, and to talk about what that is. So I'd be like, hey Shane, I want to go on a date night on Friday, um, and we could say, okay, well, what's the priority? Is the priority ample time where we can talk and connect? Is the priority unbelievably good food? Is the priority a romantic place where we can get dressed up and I feel pretty? And I feel like it's romantic, and I'll tell you right now, I don't know a restaurant that's all three of those.
0: Yeah, that's getting tough.
1: Like, I and and then if you put in, I want to make sure it's on budget. There's nothing. There's
0: the more criteria. Yeah, the fewer options.
1: Now there's some that you could, especially if you do it a special way. Like, let's say that you want it to be super romantic and amazing food. And budget. So then what I would say for that is go to one of these really, really nice restaurants and get a drink and share an appetizer. You're dressed up. And then go to, like, IHOP afterwards and fill up on pancakes. Mm. Because you had both experiences. Like, there's ways oh, to— a
0: two-phase date. That's a— Great idea. Yeah, like idea.
1: there's there's ways to get what you want without spending copious amounts of money. Yeah. Um and you just have to be really smart about it. Um but one of the things I think people fall into is you assume that both you both understand what romantic means. That it I don't think unless you really understand what that means. Um I want a place where we can really connect. Well, what does that mean? And that doesn't have to happen every single date night, but it's like once you have the wording that you can use with each other, then those conversations become the same
0: language. Yeah. Don't assume that the other person knows what you want to get out of this. So, talk about it. What do you want out of this? What do you want in general? Some people might not even care about quality of food. Some people might not care at. Some people might only think because of their history and where they've come from that the comfort date, going to the old familiar, is the only thing that they ever know. That's what my parents always did. They always went to such and such a place on Saturday night. That's what they always did, and so that's what I always thought that dating was. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. Bring it up.
1: And there's nothing wrong with having a comfort place. We have. We know so we have three that will go on often. And also, it's not like we're talking about this like every date night. Yeah, we're it's not. Just, we already all the time. know. We already know and have had these conversations over the years, and I'll be and I can be pretty clear what what I want. Oftentimes, and it's not always me dictating. I mean, at this point, often you're coming home from a really long work week, and I've had a long work week, but you know, I just feel like yours is a, kind of a different mental level, and you're like, I just want to be out. I want to go out with you. So you say. I want to go out with you. And I know that means we want to go someplace we can get into fast. We like the food and it's comfortable. And that means we're probably going to go to Spice Indian Food, Pueblo Lindo, or if we want to do, it's kind of special, we go to Alianca's. Mm. Those are like the three things that's like, we don't even have to think about. We both love it. It fits our personality. And we know no matter what, we're going to have a good time there. And we are going to fill we're going to feel better after a stressful week after going. Yeah. I think one way to simplify date nights, especially when you haven't had a lot of planning and it's kind of last minute and you're, you know, you're, even if you're in the car and you're like where do you want to go is to, to discuss what you need from that night. So it might be, I just need to be comfortable. Um, or I just need to try something different. Or I need to be in a place that is exciting and has some ambiance that makes me feel a, a little distracted. Like, Be open about what you need from that evening. Like, Sometimes when we go out um, and we really just want to connect with each other and feel comforted by each other, we want the, the restaurant to coincide with it. We would not go to, say, the Reef for that. That's the wrong move. So when we're thinking about what is it that we need And so for comfort, often we will go for pho um, and we'll go get soup and a Vietnamese um, baguette because it's comforting. The soup is comforting. Usually it's a quiet restaurant so we can tuck into um, a table and we can feel like we're really connecting. And we usually leave that experience having had really delicious food, but also feeling a little bit taken care of. I think one of those things that that pops into is that perfectionism is never going to work in a relationship. If you need everything to be perfect, you will always be resentful. When over and over again, people are saying, we're just afraid that it won't be wonderful. And it's like, that's okay. Like if you're a foodie and you're going for the food experience, like I get it. You want it to be like wonderful, but sometimes it's like, huh, that wasn't the best food that we have ever had, but it was still a really good time. And if you are making sure that the person you're with knows that the reason that you're out is because of each other, then a failed a failed experience isn't going to ruin your night because the point was that, that you're together.
0: Yeah. No, uh, uh, that's like the main takeaway that I'm thinking of all this is when your expectations are the quality of time that you have with each other, Top, you know, first and foremost, then everything else is secondary and less likely to sabotage that. Mm-hmm. When the restaurant is not as important in your mind, but being together and talking together and enjoying each other's presence is truly the thing that you want the most, then, yeah, then you're not going to be as easily disappointed. When the food doesn't come out right, or something goes hay- haywire, yeah. or you can't afford as much of it,
1: yeah, or the service isn't great. Like people always say, "Oh, the service isn't great. Service isn't as great." Yeah, we're in a place where it's like people aren't making a lot of money being servers, so it's harder. And you can choose for that not to derail the whole night. It sucks when you have bad service. I totally get it. But like, if you're if you can go into the day night saying, "Yeah, that wasn't the best service." Anyway, back to our conversation. Right. I don't know. I just think we have to stop holding on so tightly to these expectations of that are out of our control and to focus more on the expectations that are in our control.
0: Some something that you said that I liked is the idea of switching off or how to, how did you say it? It doesn't have to be my way every time. Like when it when when every date has to check all of your boxes, that doesn't feel reasonable to me. Like um you know whose comment keeps coming into my mind is the person who said, my husband is super cheap and super conscientious, and that makes it feel like so much pressure on me that I don't want to, what was it like, something about like it not being a safe place. Yeah, it's not um, safe to
1: go out because they don't want to spend money.
0: Okay, well, sometimes I could get that, right? If, if you're willing to talk about it and switch back and forth, all right, this time I recognize, husband, that you're very cost conscientious, what can we do? But there are sometimes I'd like to go out, and I'd like cost not to be the primary focus.
1: Okay, so how I would handle that is saying if that was the case with you, I would say um, I think that we should do let's figure out how much money we can afford to put towards a really nice date, um, and and let it let let's make that reasonable. So for example, right now it's hard to go out for a date night for under a hundred dollars for right now if you're gonna get a drink, right? Mm-hmm. And tip. And if your spouse doesn't think that's that's reasonable, it might be that they are not aware of what the world is now, okay? So let's say it's $100 to go to a pretty nice date. I would like to spend $100 once a month on a nice date, and I would like you to in no way complain or make me feel guilty, but willingly and happily Enjoy that with me. So I feel completely safe to enjoy this and feel no guilt whatsoever. Yeah. And on the turn side, let's say that you just hate everything except for steak and potatoes. You just hate everything. That's not reasonable to only go to um, those kind of restaurants. However, I understand you do want to go to those restaurants. So how about, I know that you want to go to these, you want to go to, Um, we'll say Rudy's. Rudy's is great, but let's say you don't like Rudy's and your spouse loves it. Loves, loves, loves. That's all they want to do. I will go to Rudy's for a date night every third date night and I will be happy about it. I will have no grumbles because that date, grumbles, (laughs) that date night is focused more on what you want and I will happily go and I'll make you feel safe to have that experience because it's important to me that you also have good experiences.
0: Yeah, and I would like the same thing too. Mm-hmm. I want to feel exactly. safe enjoying it.
1: Yeah. Or if the it's like we do not have the money, whatever. Okay, well, what can we do to set aside this much money this often because a date where I get to dress up and I want to do this, it's important to me, you know, whatever. Um, and and just figure out how both of your needs can sincerely be met with joy from each each other. Yeah.
0: I just want to say, we're not picking on Rudy's. It's just an example. <laughs> that's Somebody that's right. had to be the example, and tonight it fell on Rudy's. So thank you for being a good sport, Rudy's. I love your finger stakes.
1: Um, I like their, um their, the, ham, ham, what's the one with the, the ham? The ham and The ham and ear. The ham and ear. The ham and ear at Rudy's is good. Like, yeah. it's just ham on a burger. And I'm like, dang, I want that. With good fries and fry sauce. And they have a...
0: Your voice did that little thing where you started going towards an accent and then you corrected. <laughs> what accent? Isn't it crazy?
1: <laughs> Wait, which... We don't
0: want to offend. And so, no, I'm not going to speak in Listen, we lived accents. in the
1: South for eight years. And honestly, sometimes I do have to push it down a little bit. But yeah. I can talk in an accent if you want me to. Okay. So, Okay. So I love that of just having an open conversation and especially to, again, remember being married is about wanting each other to be happy yeah. and also to acknowledge efforts, even if they're not perfectly, if it, they don't perfectly come to fruition, that does not mean the date was a failure. Yeah. At all. Sometimes they're hilarious. Sometimes we've gotten food and we're like, what are we eating right
0: now? Sometimes it's the it's the poor service that that gives you the best story to talk about and laugh about later. That ends up being the best component of a date.
1: Yeah. We haven't talked about the sharing of making this very systematic. Um, one of the ways that you can do this, very simply, is decide on how many day nights you're going on a month and split it up equally of who's going to choose the restaurant and then make a decision that wherever that person says you're going to go, you're going to be happy to be with that person. Yep. And, like, you, you know, maybe you could have, like, two options. Say, I, I think we could go here, here. Choose between those two. Because saying choose between those two is a lot different than where would you like to go.
0: Or veto one. Mm-hmm. Here's two options, you veto one.
1: And then share that responsibility. Like, in the very beginning of our, when I had kids, I I was not capable of, and nor did I want to plan any dates at all. Like, it was kind of like the one thing I had. Um, now, we can go out quite often. Um, it makes sense that you share it. And make people safe. So Because the thing is, is if you are constantly initiating something constantly trying something new and people are shooting it down because it's not exactly what they're thinking or perfect then they're going to stop trying for sure when we talk about um i think having these expectations that i think we've covered that another thing people talked about though is just that there are so many options so many options of mm. where to eat, and that is overwhelming. We have more restaurants per capita than almost any city in the country. When it comes to Boise, um, there's a lot of places to eat, and people get overwhelmed.
0: Yeah, man, what a great problem to have, right? I know when, so, when you think about it. Yeah,
1: but it is causing a little conflict, you know, of just like how how do you how do you first of all before we go into like specific restaurants, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about with like? Oh, I'd have one. Date night, if you're in a relationship, you're most likely intimate with each other, right? That's usually...
0: Oh, <laughs> I share this story.
1: <laughs> oh, no.
0: What? And there's a woman who I work with that I told this two years ago. She, I thought she was going to peer pants. Okay, wait. What she story? She What
1: are you sharing?
0: We learned through experience, through fights. And I think that I shared this with her once. When, once it became clear and we realized it and we put words to it, yeah. I shared it. She lost her mind.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: and it was basically summarized to say, "Hey, if we're planning on having sex, we're not going to Mexican food." <laughs> I don't think that it was even Mexican food. I think it was basically, "We're not eating big that night." Yeah, you get out like I'm big. not. <laughs> Many people have heard your Tucano story. I'm not. Oh t- my gosh. If we're going to do it, I'm not taking you to Tucano. Many
1: people have heard my Tucano story.
0: You've shared this story.
1: Well, oh, no, I don't think on the podcast. Um. But
0: yeah, like just know, like we learned that, like, there were times where we would get frustrated because we would go into it talking dirty, mm-hmm. feeling great about it, just talking our game up. It was going to be nasty. <laughs> and then we'd. <laughs> Have Mexican food, and then we'd be like, hey, where's all that uh, crazy talk at?
1: I'm like, I'm going to And, bed.
0: and sometimes it'd be me, sometimes it, it would be you. you, but one person was often left feeling disappointed, because they're like, hey, I was promised something kinky and perverse tonight, and it's not happening. What happened there?
1: Okay, first of all, I think we have to at least tell the Tucana story again. <laughs> like no, no, no no, 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 no. Okay, I can summarize. Keep it for a
0: mystery. So let us try to make a contribution to help you with your next date night by rattling off some of our go-to places that we've discovered in our meanderings across the valley. Uh, Natalie, let's give some recommendations.
1: Okay, great. So um, I think that if you're going for a special night for your like your anniversary, your birthday, and it's kind of more about the ambiance and a really special evening... Um, my list, you want know me just list it? Yeah,
0: just list them.
1: So I would say... List
0: them and say one thing that you like about them.
1: Okay, are you going to add to that?
0: Uh, Yeah.
1: If you, I mean, you don't have to in yeah. all of them. I think one of them you haven't even been to. So first up would be the Avery in um, for the Avery Hotel.
0: Downtown Boise. Mm-hmm,
1: downtown Boise. We just went there. Um, beautiful ambiance in a historic um, hotel. You can go into the back for Tinner's Alley for a drink. Percy, um, which is the new restaurant from... Um, the Wilder Group has a beautiful ambiance. Um, the price point is a little, I mean, it's not extravagant, um, but it does feel very special. I think overall, like, for the experience is Ken. You know, Chris has was a James Beard winner. That is going to be... Which is a
0: big deal for those of you who aren't into restaurants. <laughs> yes. The James Beard Award is very prestigious.
1: Yes, so it was a big deal for, for the chef to win that. That is not going to be a meal that you go because you want to have your favorite like steak and potatoes. You're gonna have an experience there and go in for that reason of like, wow, I've never had food like that before, especially not in Boise. One of my very favorite places for a special night is Little Pearl um, Oyster Bar on 8th Street. Same people actually who do the Avery. I think it's just the most romantic place in the world and I don't even like oysters. I actually get the steak.
0: It's cute. It's on it's on 8th Street. It's a uh, great traffic. It's a great location. It is oysters. You just have to know. Some people are not into oysters, but if you're looking for something new and exciting, it might be great. Well,
1: they have other seafood, like it's good. And I just find it like, it's almost this place that you could just like sit and talk all night and it's just sexy. I, I like that. Yeah. Then you have um the lively, which is definitely a higher price point, but you can go down to bar Gibbons, their bar, and you can order more like just burgers or something, but still have a beautiful ambiance. Again, Like the food is going to be kind of a different feel from maybe what you're getting around Boise, but it is extraordinarily romantic and beautiful. So if you're wanting to get dressed up. And then I also put in there Amano in Caldwell. So that is a a Mexican restaurant. The price point is significantly higher than what you're going to be used to at pretty much any other Mexican restaurant. But the food is definitely elevated. It's not the most romantic place. Like that. I wouldn't say romance-wise the same as these others. But it is definitely, especially for you know, for Caldwell, I think it is a, it can be a very special night. So those are my thoughts on special nights.
0: Right. If people are more inclined to meat, here's a or meats and steaks. Uh <laughs> meats and steaks.
1: You mean like like classic state date nights. If you're mate. wanting
0: red meat, let us give you a few Did r- you hear recommendations. your accent come out
1: there? If you're wanting red meat, if you're wanting red meat, all, all right. right. I would say barbacoa is not everybody's vibe but if you're wanting something super fun for a date night again it's a little pricier they have very fun it's a very fun steak experience and you definitely can dress up that's a that's a good birthday place
0: they'll Uh, hang your meat on skewers and vertical yeah which is kind of you don't expect that
1: yeah and and koa dehima has the same vibe same owners um personally Barbacoa is not my favorite pick I wouldn't. I wouldn't cho- choose Barbacoa for my date nights, um, just because.
0: I'm glad that we've been there though. Like I feel oh, like Barbacoa sure. is one that you have to go to.
1: Yeah, I'm glad we went, day. but like for me, I want more where I can hear you better, and it's pretty loud. Yeah. So unless we sit on the patio, which I love their patio. Yeah. So Cahoots in Meridian is a great date night when you're just really wanting good steak.
0: It's it's really good atmosphere. The lighting is perfect.
1: Really? You think the atmosphere is what makes it?
0: I like the atmosphere. It's kind of dark. It's got a lot of wood and mahogany. Like, it just feels, I don't know. I like it.
1: Well, it's funny because when I think of going on a date night that I kind of choose about around you, I would choose more cahoots. That's not where I would go for, like, my ultimate date night, but we do choose that, and it's more, like... When I kind of feel like it's a little more moved towards you.
0: Anyway, Cahoots is good. Um, Anderson Reserve out on Highway 16 Mm -hmm. as you're going out towards Emmett. Um, A lot of people may not know that because it's off the beaten path. But we had amazing stakes there.
1: And it's very romantic. I really like that place. A Um, little high
0: price point. But it's meant to be special, and uh, I would definitely say high quality.
1: Yeah, and then everybody likes Fork. Fork is like kind of the place that yeah. everybody goes. It's just good, but to be honest, it's, it's very hard to get a reservation. But you can get reservations, which is nice for just a standard date night of like, hey, we just want good food that probably everyone can find something.
0: I th- I like Bardney. Mm-hmm. Bardney's good. Bardney's got awesome um, beer, a great beer selection downtown. They're a downtown. And they're um in Eagle mm-hmm. too, off of Eagle by the river, yeah. And they've got a little a little bit of something for everybody. They've got good salads, they've got steaks, they've got fish. It's a varied menu.
1: Yeah, so I think oh I think I've never heard of anyone's like I good don't like price Gardner. point. Yeah, it's yep. a good price point. The patio is fantastic in Eagle Brickyard Twenty Nine in um Nampa in Nampa is good for a date night. Uh, you know more of the in between price point new is vintage is it called vintage 21
0: I think it's vintage 21 yes yeah
1: um, the new it's new it's a wine bar in meridian um that's a fun date night
0: when you say wine bar it makes people think that it's just wine like it's a full on restaurant
1: i think it's actually called a wine bar though no it's a full restaurant but it has something a something and wine bar okay um so then if you're wanting let's say you're going out together and you're like i really want to dress kind of sexy and I want to have fun and I want to go for vibes I want to well if you want to dance Indian Creek Steakhouse in Caldwell Mm -hmm. is fun for that and the new heritage um, social club is just opened and Mm -hmm. that's where Ironwood used to be I listed for fun and lively I also listed barbacoa House of Western, which was Western proper and now it's kind of switched over to be a little more 70s vibe. They have bowling. It's just it, it's a it's a fun place to be. I like The Reef. Um that usually has good music, great bar, and then Sandbar off of Riverside Hotel is
0: Going back to The Reef. I like The Reef because of the rooftop. Yeah. They've got that great rooftop mm-hmm. atmosphere. Uh summertime fall, fantastic.
1: Yeah. So, um and then yeah, Sandbar for summer live music i wouldn't say it's the best food in the world like it's it's more like pool food like
0: you're going to the sandbar on a saturday night in the summer because it's hopping it's got an awesome energy it's right off of the green belt so you get a lot of traffic it's just a very almost a tropical feel
1: yeah it's just it's a little vacation beach vibes and and like it's important to realize what you're getting there like you're you're not going to have the best fish and chips of your entire life but they're going to be fine and you know just that's cool So, some other places that I highly recommend trying is to when you're getting out of your your comfort zone, like figure out food you just don't eat. You don't eat very often. Like, one we talk about, um, the goodness, the um, goodness land.
0: Oh, yes, this is a great genre.
1: Um, goodness land, Ishtar market, food land market, these are all
0: ethnic markets. They've got kitchens. They make amazing food. Uh, if you're looking for something different, like if, if you're not used to eating, oh, my gosh, what's the genre the Middle, Middle Eastern, Eastern. Uh, type food, it is a lot of fun to go mm-hmm. and try something like that out. Yeah.
1: And I think people get worried because they're like, well, what if we don't like it? You may not. <laughs> like it. Yeah, it might be like, oh, I don't like it. And now you know.
0: Do you remember when we went to Kibram's, the Ethiopian restaurant? Uh, yeah, it was one restaurant?
1: of the first restaurants we ever went, like, over a decade ago. Okay. Like,
0: totally interesting experience. They bring it out on the platter. They've got like, it must have been two dozen different types of food. It's all finger foods. You've got eggs. You've got these weird, I thought that it was going to be like a tortilla or a crepe. It was not that. Um fun. It was just fun and exciting. Probably wouldn't go there every month, but I am glad that I went. It was a cool experience.
1: Yeah. It just, just to be open for those things and realizing like, Again, like sometimes it's just about experiencing something you've never experienced and experiencing it together. Now we have that story. Yeah, taste of Persia just opened up and holy crap, it's good, so so good. So if you're like, oh, I don't, I don't really know if I like that kind of food, that's okay. Like yeah. it's okay, and just go and ask what's their most popular dish and dish and order that. What do most people order? Can we get the top two things? Make sure it's not something you just think is gross, like beets. Beats are disgusting.
0: Middle Eastern people and Europeans, when you go to their restaurants and you just say, hey, surprise me. Like, what are you proud of? What do you like? They love showcasing their food. I love for them just just to choose. You choose for me.
1: And then another option, if you're wanting to do something a lot more romantic, but like your price point is low, is to just go out for drinks. Mm. Like, you could seriously go to Jersey Mike's, have a sandwich. Well, we go to Jersey Mike's and get a sandwich and go over to Loose Screw. We do that date a
0: lot, actually. That's a great one. I love that.
1: And that's our comfort, like more of our comfort.
0: When um, I want a beer and I want some good food that I know, Jersey Mike's Subs is just every single time it's the same awesome sub. Mm-hmm. And, you know,
1: it. I'm not always in the mood for same, but that's okay because it was his turn to choose and I'm happy about it.
0: Yeah. What was the place that we just went recently on Main Street in Meridian they had the multiple levels. They've got the basement, and then they've got the the restaurant up top.
1: Oh, Heritage Hop House.
0: Was it Heritage Hop House?
1: Yeah. So there's Heritage Hop House and Sushi Shack. Yes. I can't. Try saying just say it out loud right now as you're listening.
0: Heritage Hop House and Sushi Shack.
1: Sushi Shack.
0: Yeah. It's that, hard.
1: Sh- anyway, sushi
0: and Shack feels like this shouldn't be together. So
1: that's fun if you like sushi, and maybe even your date doesn't like sushi because. You can get fantastic su- sh- sushi there, but you can also get bar food. Yep. And you can also go upstairs, which is more of a date night thing. Or you can go downstairs for the same menu, and it's a very bar feel. So you have a lot of options.
0: I had a lot of fun there. And their sushi was good.
1: Yeah. Oh, I was saying just to go for drinks. drinks again, the Lively Bar for Bar Givens. Um, if they still have their happy hour, it was actually pretty good. Thick of Thieves, Gatsby. The Mode. The Mode on 8th Street. Go get drinks take your time, enjoy and then like get something really, you know, well priced like or go to lemon tree sandwich, get an amazing sandwich, it's like share one and then get really good drinks. And you're still getting that experience but staying staying in budget.
0: Man, Our, we we just rattled off like two dozen places for people to choose from.
1: And like I do have a whole website full of this stuff, com, and also my whole Instagram is Really based on that, it was really hard to narrow. But honestly, our favorite restaurant is, for us, Olyanka's Russian Cuisine is probably our personal favorite restaurant in town. Um, it's romantic in an understated way. The people are wonderful. The patio is wonderful. The food's amazing. Russian cuisine is not something I expected to love so much. It feels like comfort food. Oh. They have great wine. What's the wine that you always get there?
0: Fabre Montmayu. It's like an Argentinian... Cab-
1: yeah, it's delicious. So that's where you know, that's 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 our go
0: to comfort. Um... I plug that place shamelessly. Like it's just it checks probably more boxes for me than any other place. Mm-hmm. And so much of it is Elena and her family. And like they're so nice. And they come and they talk to us every time. It's like, oh, this is fun
1: yeah so that's you know it's food, okay to have a comfort I place i didn't know
0: like i didn't know that i loved russian food until i tasted it it was like i it was something in my genes it, 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 it yes because you're yes
1: because you, you come from you know like a it, ukrainian it, yes, family yes
0: it, it it felt like a taste from a past life well,
1: isn't that interesting because maybe that is maybe you know i don't think i have much russian in me but you have you know so much ukrainian and somewhere yeah
0: maybe my genes are just programmed to receive dill and lamb and
1: maybe maybe that's why i like ikea borscht. because i'm i'm a nordstrom from sweden i just love ikea food. no not really i don't love it but so all
0: right anyway we've given so many recommendations hope that people just at least talk about what's important to them for dates and then skip ahead to this last part where we give you some ideas if you're really struggling natalie has done so much work so much work across the valley um just wanted to, to give you one more plug, girl.
1: Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. But yeah, I think just the point is remember that it's about connecting with each other and and being spending time with each other and making memories with each other and just to kind of let go of that perfection and figure out how does how does your date fulfill both of you where you both feel loved and safe. And it becomes wonderful. I love dating you. It's so fun. It's been 22 years, and I look forward to every date. Whoop, whoop. All right. Okay, well, you guys have a good time, and uh, go on a date night. Thanks for listening. This is the Boise Bubble podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave a five-star review. Follow us on Instagram at the Boise Bubble. And for more information about our community, follow at Hello Meridian. See you next time.
0: Thanks so much to our sponsors for supporting Local Dialogue. We encourage you to check them out online. Jesse Taff of Waypoint Real Estate Group is at www.waypointidaho.com. Bryce Gonser of Fulcrum Home Loans is at www.fulcrumhomeloans.com. And Dr. Dustin Portella of Treasure Valley Dermatology can be found at www.dermatologyboise.com and on Instagram at drdustinportella.